we are very fortunate to have a unique relationship. And after 33 years together, we have some wisdom to share on how to love each other well. But we had to work to get there because we went through some hardships that threatened everything. But we were always committed to wholeness, always dancing together through the movement of life. We always sought love and healing, even when it was hard. Many of you have great relationships too. Many of you don't. Today, we want to share some of our keys and hope that it has something to offer to you, wherever you are. Yeah. Yes. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? Well, hello and welcome back to, hopefully back, or for the first time, to the Freed Hearts podcast. This is episode 27. My name is Robert Cottrell, and I'm here as always with... Susan Cottrell. We are coming to you today from Seattle. I got mountains to the left of me, ocean to the right, and here I am, baby, stuck in the middle with you. (laughs) Stuck in a beautiful way. And that's what we're going to talk about today. That's a song. That's from a song for our younger viewers. (laughs) (laughs) Viewers, listeners. (laughs) If anyone's sitting there staring at your <laughs> staring at your phone, maybe it's time to do something else while you're listening to our podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so and we do. We have we have mountains to the left and oceans to the right, depending on which direction I'm facing. And we are stuck in the middle with each other. And you know, there's no place I would rather be. Oh, that is you. very sweet. So you may want to get I out. Betcha. You may want to watch your uh, your blood sugar count on this. This could get a little sappy, a little sweet during this episode, but it's going to be real. Because today, we're going to talk about our relationship, our keys to a happy relationship, 33 years and counting. Yes. But before yes. we do that, I want to share something. We encourage you to come and say hello at freedhearts.org. We have no ads on this podcast yet, um, hopefully sometime soon, but no ads by choice on this podcast. But And we're only able to do this and all of our programs through the kindness of others. We are a 501c3 nonprofit charity, so any gifts are deductible to the full extent of, of the law. And we've never talked about this on the podcast, but if you like this podcast, if you like what we do, please consider a special gift or consider joining our monthly support team it would mean so much, and it really helps make all of this possible. All the details are at freedhearts.org. Just click on Donate. Or if you want to go ahead and make a donation and you have Venmo, you can do that easily and quickly. We are at Freed Hearts. So at Freed Hearts, you'll see Susan's name and our logo, and that's quick and easy and so, so, so appreciated. Thank you. We appreciate yes. it. Thank you. So the last few episodes have talked about some serious and some heavy subjects. And we wanted to lighten it up a little bit today and talk about us. Because <laughs> 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 we are just built that way. <laughs> we want to talk about us. Yeah? Yes, we do. We want to talk about our relationship and everything that we've learned over all these years. And it it's... You know, when you come from a dysfunctional relationship, family, as really most of us do, it's hard to know what's healthy and what isn't, isn't it? Yeah. How do we, how would we know? Well, and and you know, a lot of people are out there kind of because of what they saw or went through with their own parents, they think, well, it's normal to continually 
trash somebody or it's normal to do this and it's normal. And and you're right, it's hard to know what's healthy and what's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we're really fortunate, you and I, Rob. We've, We've had a unique relationship from the very beginning. And we just think we have a lot to offer to help people understand what goes into a good relationship. And also we had to work to get there. Mm-hmm. We went through hardships that could could have wrecked us. And we were always committed to wholeness. And I love that. Yeah, We always sought love and healing, even when it was hard. Mm-hmm. And many of you out there have great relationships too. We know, you know, people who listen to us who are in very good relationships mm-hmm. and many who don't. And so we're here to talk today about ours and hope that it has something to offer you wherever you are. Yeah, let's just let's just talk about some of these things. <laughs> some of these keys. Okay. <laughs> One of the keys is certainty. No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and jokes. Dad, I have lots of jokes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Is, yes, you do, honey. Is that a key yes, to a happy do. relationship? <laughs> Humorous. <laughs> wow, she didn't she for those listening, she didn't answer. Humorous. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. Wow. No, no. Okay. No, no. Okay. No. <laughs> and encouraging your partner is real key here. It's, she's cold, cold, dark honesty. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this comes from no. having a head conversation about dad jokes. We, I have dad jokes. And-, <laughs> and the difference between dad jokes and humor. I got it. All right. So. <laughs> Let's just talk about some keys. Anyway, and oh we we gosh. love one of the we we yeah we love each other. That's pretty clear. Um, so one of the things that we the one of the things and this is really important. And we always when I talk about uh, are you okay, I'm just <laughs> that was very funny to me. We, okay, go ahead. we uh, see, I am funny, <laughs> or it is funny. I'm not sure which. Humor is um, a big say, part. Uh, don't go there again. We've been down that road. <laughs> Um, this is one of the first things that we talk about when we talk to our own kids and when we give the much appreciated, never asked for advice <laughs> to our children. That's not true, but, but is, this is the first one. And this is a big one is that no negative talk. Yes. We don't, and I, I know, you know, people, despite what we just did. No, but, but it's no negative talk. No, well, you're so stupid. You just do this or. Or you forgot that thing. You're so stupid. Yeah. Uh, or I'm just joking. I, I'm just joking. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. little digging negative things that are just joking. Yeah. But they're not joking. And there's a couple that comes to mind. I won't mention them on the air because they may be listening. <laughs> but it's just, oh my gosh. It just, it weighs me down to hear, you know, hey, fatso, when are you going to you know, just, oh my gosh. And it's, ha, 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 ha. And I just, I'm not. I'm not built that way. I'm not wired that way. I don't. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I know there's kind of guys do that a lot with each other. You know, locker room kind of talk stuff, and blah, blah, blah. that's not what we're talking about here. I'm talking about your your spouse, your wife, or your husband. And we just don't do negative talk about each other. We don't say awful things about each other to each other to bring each other down. We yeah. just don't do it. And. I grew up with that. I grew up with negative talk. Yeah. And I did more with the passive negative talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it it takes its toll and it does something to your to your concept of yourself. 
and your concept of life. So yeah, we just, we don't do that. Yeah. All of I mean, <laughs> if you do that, all of a sudden you're not safe. My, yes. if, if, if Susan, if you did that to me and said those kind of things to me, my heart would not be safe with you. Right. And right. when that happens, Everything crumbles from that point. Yeah. Everything, everything falls from that. So my heart has to be safe. And if I, if I can't trust you, or if I, and like you said, you, you had it growing up, and and um, I forget exactly what you said, but 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 it it it, it had it just it, takes its toll. Yes, yes, it it yeah. Thank you. It it takes its toll. And what toll is that? Is that really what you want to do? Is to build up a toll with your right. spouse. Take your toll with your spouse every time they yeah. do something. They have to wonder if you're going to charge them, so to speak. You're going to make them pay in their sense of self. Right. I mean, to just take it for one more second, if you if you look in the mirror, <laughs> none of us do this ever anywhere. <laughs> and every time you see yourself, you say, oh, you're a little fat or you're a little, oh, I don't like your chin or whatever it is. Yeah. You're taking a toll from yourself that is not that makes you not safe for yourself, and it's something to overcome and to shift. Um, the same thing, your partner needs to be in in that way, safety wise, like a second skin, like you would share that with somebody. Yeah. Uh, and very few of us really are that way with other people fully. Yeah. But your partner, you want that in your partner. Well, you. This relationship that we have has to be safe. My heart has to be safe because, honestly, it's not safe with other people a lot of the time, and it's not safe in the world. So in in a a life situation in the world that really is committed to convincing me that I'm less than, um, I need to have a place where my heart is safe, and that's you, and I'm I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, same here. So we don't do negative talk. And so that's yep. a big one. No, no negative talk. Along that same lines, line, we don't joke about divorce. No. You know what I mean? We don't say, yes. well, I'm going to leave you if you, whatever it is. We don't joke about divorce. Yes. I was with a couple that was dating and one of them did something like was winning at the game they were playing. And the other one said, you know, you better change your ways or I'm going to call you an Uber. And I thought, I just thought inside, this is not a good relationship. This is not a safe relationship. And it's true. It's that's that's the first date equivalent of talking about divorce. Yeah. It's like when that eject button your fingers when there is an eject button then you're in trouble. Yeah, it just it's a weird thing that we do is we can Makes can't, it not safe. It's almost like you can look someone yes, someone can look at a photograph of you and say a thousand nice things and say one comment about whatever, your hair, your chin, whatever. And that's what you're going to latch on to. So we can have this great relationship, but there's that one little joke about divorce and it just, it sits in there and it gnaws away and we don't forget it. And we take, and what we do is we take a step back to protect ourselves. And then that's just trouble from that point. So we don't joke about divorce. So we encourage you not to joke about divorce either. Yeah. Something else uh, is... A willingness to uh, to give up your point for the sake of the other person's self-esteem. I don't, as much as, <laughs> I don't have to be right. I don't have to make sure that my point is, is heard. 
especially about minor kind of things that go yeah. on. You know what I mean? Yes. Just if it's if it's going to damage or hurt your self-esteem in some way. Yeah. You want to expand on that yeah. a little bit? Yeah. And that's that's a learned thing. That's a developed trait too. But it, it feels like, again, my family of origin, my dad. Well, it's where we were would, trained. It's where we were trained. Yeah. Would say things that were so, you know, damaging. And you pull us, you do, you pull a step back and and there was no willingness to just say, it doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. It was commitment to right above all else. And we've got a lot of that in our society. Yeah. And so we don't want to do that to each other. Yeah. And you tend to hear that sometimes when it came up, well, I told you we should have checked the map. Yeah. You know? That's, Yeah. (laughs) That's usually the wrong time to say that. <laughs> like, you yeah, because what it says is that well, I, I told you there was glass there. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that. Now at this yeah. point. Yeah. So. Okay. Willingness to give up your point for the sake of the other person's self-esteem. Something yeah. else that we encourage you is to not let the sun go down on your anger. Yeah. You've you've heard that, and sometimes we've heard it so much that it becomes oh yeah okay, but don't don't go to bed angry. That's hard. I don't know if you sleep well or not when you do that, but. I don't, yeah. um, but don't let the sun go down on your anger. And um, we have occasional, I mean, we have a couple of times where uh-huh. we do go to bed angry and it is not good. It's not a good night's sleep. No. Um, I, I will say though, let me, let me say this. That doesn't mean you have to nail everything down and it's 10 o'clock and you're, you're arguing or it's midnight and you're arguing about something because you're not going to go to bed angry. Well, you can set the keys aside, the, the the subject of it aside and just be, you know, I love you. I know we need to talk about this more, but let's go to bed and get a good night's sleep and not hammer everything out. And doing that, even in that moment, what you're doing is you're saying, there's there's you and me. Yes, there's you and me. There's us. That's that's yeah. I know we have things to to work out here but there's us and I love you yeah. and, and we will work it out. Yeah. And it, in line with these two things, one thing, just a, a housekeeping thing is, you know, we learned somewhere along the way not to talk about heavy things after say nine o'clock. We just don't bring something up that's big after nine o'clock because you're, you want to be de, de-stressing at that yeah, point. That's a good point. Um, so we, we've done that. And then, um, Oh, and the and the other thing is just that every one of these things we're talking about really is about maintaining a place of safety yeah, with yeah. each other, a safety for your heart. It doesn't mean you don't say hard things. You have to say hard things to be authentic and intimate, but you have to keep it to be a safe place yeah. for each other's heart. It always comes from that place. And if yeah. you think about it, when you have had have had to hear difficult things from a counselor or a teacher or or family member, or something like that, do you not respond better when you know your heart is safe with that person? Yes. You, or when you think that it's not safe, Yeah. then you can't really trust the advice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So that, yeah, there's a theme here. Or there's an underlying truth in all of this that do whatever you need to do to make sure that, that, um, that, you're, that the other person's heart feels safe. And that seems like, well, what about my heart? (laughs) That is a natural consequence of 
focusing on the other person. You know what I mean when yeah. I say that? Yes. In other words, if I if I say, okay, you were right, even though you weren't right, then what happens to me? And there <laughs> and we're not saying that. We're saying both of you in concert with each other. Yeah. I don't think usually most it, one of us will will stake a claim at the expense of the other. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. just not worth it. You know, the claims yeah. are not worth it to do that. Like right. we just said, for me to say, well, I was right on this and and I'm and I'm I'm going to be right and proven right, and it's going to cost you. Right. Ninety nine point nine nine percent of things are not worth that. Right. You know, if not a hundred percent, but it's, it's just not worth that. You can yeah. come together in concert, like you said, and and yeah, that's, and we have that out there in the world. We're fighting tooth and nail. It feels like very often in the world, and we don't need that in our home yes. with our partner. Yeah. Okay. So, um, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. I feel like we sometimes yeah, we overstate everything. On, but, yeah. Well, it's really important. It's, it's really important, important stuff. Yeah. And it's unfamiliar yeah. to a lot of us. And we know you're just there viewing your phone. You're, <laughs> <laughs> viewing your phone. That was so cute. <laughs> um, so, now we know you're on your walk. So, you're okay. You're okay. You don't mind hanging out with us for a bit, do you? Good. Thanks. Um <laughs> Well, no one objected. I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything. So one. So the next little key here is remain teachable. You have to be teachable. As I talk to our kids about job resumes and job interviews, I, and I just I mention often that um, yes, I did say often. We'll talk about that later. Um, often that you want to convey that you're teachable. What you don't know. What you are dealt with, you know, things that you learn that you that you're always teachable, and that's really important in relationships. Yes, we have to be willing to grow and be willing to be teachable in all things. Yeah, yeah. If you're not teachable, then you're saying you know everything, which is a pretty uh, insubstantial claim. Like it's not very tenable, yeah. <laughs> not very supportable. Yeah. Um, I want to point out too that it's really important that it's not one person in the relationship, always doing these things and and not the other. That it's always one kind of pulling back and saying it's okay or, or whatever. That it's not one being the one that's always teachable in, term, like, in terms of, yes, honey, you're right. Yes, honey, you're right. Yeah, just like last week. Yes, honey, you're right. That's Well, if that's what's happening, the other person is <laughs> suspect on their motivations. And, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. What happens? Yeah, this is a give and take. Yeah, I hate to bring this up because I'm always watching the clock a, a bit. But what do you do if you're in that kind of if you if you're listening to this and you go, well, I I'm willing to do all all these things, but my my spouse is not right. this way. They're not teachable. They are mean. <clears throat> you know what do you what do you do? I mean, you can you can direct you. You can't direct them. And you can, part of directing you is you can decide what you're willing to be okay with and what you're not willing to be okay with. And so if you have a situation where the same thing keeps, same chord keeps playing in this person, it may be time to say, you know, this is troubling me. I think maybe it would be good to talk to somebody. Yeah. Can we talk to somebody? Um, counseling is a very good thing too. When it's a good person doing it, it's yes. a good thing. It yes. can be very helpful. 
Um, but you don't want to just keep the peace. And once you start really looking at your relationship, sometimes there are hard decisions to make. On the other hand, there's there's some sometimes you you pull ahead of the other one, so to speak, a little bit in your in your willingness to look at something, in your willingness, in your ability to see your own mm. um, shortcomings or whatever you want to put it. And there's give and take. I know you have you have given a lot when I've gone through my tough times. And I have done the same for you. Yeah. And so we're kind of we're kind of holding hands through this journey. And sometimes we, we need a <laughs> rope to hold hands with, you know, because we're not kind of in the same place. Well, sometimes you you lead and yes. sometimes you grab on for dear life and and follow too. Yes. You know. But but you're always you're always trying to make it so that you both have more safety. If 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 we're hiking and my pack gets heavy and I'm just about to sit on a rock and cry, then you might take the pack for me, even though you've got your own yeah. for a little bit while I recover and walk with you so that I can make it. And then I'll yeah. take it back, yeah. you know, and then I'll give you water when you've run, or run out or whatever. There's a give and take with yeah. the intention of making it through together. Yeah. And if it's abusive, then it's a different situation. If you have somebody hitting you, threatening you, always being yeah. negative, all that is is a different situation. Yeah, and we just can't do that justice here in no. a few minutes. But that's a different, and we encourage you if that's if that's a situation you're in to talk to somebody, yeah, to to get some help, but or to get some some counsel. But I think sometimes you know if I if I'm the one that has to be right in this and you keep going along with that i'm going to lose respect for you yes and that's not going to end well it's going to get worse yes if i'm the one that has to be right and i see in you growth and the way that you treat yourself and the love you have for yourself and 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 others that in many cases will be appealing to yes. me yes and will draw me into considering something to being teachable in that moment that I may not have been before. Yes, that's you a know? great, great way to put that. That's a great point. Yeah. That, you know, we learn by contrast, I think. And when when you see me being away, or I see you, I see you cheerful a lot of times, even when things are hard. And, and it has really lifted my spirits and made me more cheerful uh-huh. when I haven't felt like it. So when you when you see the other person be that way, because remember you only have control over you, right? It and that's that's helps really you. yeah, and that's yeah. really the point here is that you really only have control over you. Yes. So you do what's you treat yourself the way that you deserve to be treated. You love yourself that way and. In a way that serves you well. Yeah, it it, it has to start with that. So, and also, by the way, I will always take your backpack because you have chocolate. You usually (laughs) usually have better chocolate. Um, So, okay, thanks for that. That was that was yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, Along the same lines, we we don't we don't speak to each other with contempt. We don't have contempt towards each other. I think that was kind of 
Yes. Along the line what we talked about. But we talked about the teaching of contempt in our lives. Did you yes, want to say we something? We talked about that in a couple different episodes, that that the teaching of contempt is at the core of every relationship that doesn't work out. Mm. Of of well, that's a big statement, but you know, of um prejudice, of mistreating groups of people comes from an underlying teaching of contempt. And in a marriage, when you're rolling your eyes or you're shaking your head, waiting for them to stop saying that stupid thing they're saying, or other ways that you're expressing and experiencing contempt, that's a sign of a, of a problem. When the contempt is there, it's probably a matter of time on the relationship is what the, the studies say. Yeah. And that's, so. that's really subtle sometimes. I think we have to be willing to, to look at, well, damn, you know, I did roll my eyes there, mm-hmm. gee whiz. You know what I mean? Because it's so, it's so ingrained in, yeah. in society and in each other and actually in, in what society says about relationships. Yes. And how we've been trained by our own parents that we oftentimes start from a, we almost always start from a deficit. Right. In this. So, so being teachable in that and, and, and being aware, kind of looking at ourselves and how we're being with the other person is, is, is revealing. Yeah. And if you were rolling your eyes, you probably grew up with that modeled and, you know, internalized. So anyway, contempt is something that you may not be able to fix. Yeah. Is, I guess what I'm, I think is true. And I think we need to be able to um, give somebody the freedom to be independent to grow into the person that you are. I've seen you change and mm. grow and develop mm. without that being a threat to me. Yes. Yes. And if it is, again, that reveals a lot. Sometimes the things that we deal with in, in relationships, especially these this intimate one, most intimate one, reveals a lot about the stuff, the deeper issues that we're dealing with. And I need to give you the freedom to be independent and in fact, we're recording this and you're about to, to, to go on a writing retreat for a few days, right. which will give me a few days of to kind of unplug. Um, and that's okay. That's not a threat to either one of us. Right. You know, so to be independent, to grow, to do what you need to do without it being a threat to me. Yes. Otherwise, you have codependence, which is a whole different situation. Yeah. yeah. A couple of communication uh, things here. When speaking from yourself... Instead of saying, you make me feel, yeah, you made me this. It's, which is not true. Which is not true. It's when this happens, I felt this way. Or yes. when this happened, I felt that way. Yes. That's a big difference. Yes. And it helps the other person not get defensive. Anytime I say, you made me feel, it's, it's going to draw out the, the shield yeah. from that other person. Because nobody wants to be attacked. Yeah. But when I say, when you do this, what, or, ha- what happens for me? Yeah, when that happens, yes. Or yes. when that happens, you know, because I need to be able to say, you know, this is, this is what my thinking is. Yeah. This is what happens internally for me. Then you're able to say, oh, I did not know that, you yes. know, and vice versa. And so it's, it, it's speaking from self gives the other person, it keeps you from attacking the other person or from them feeling attacked, really. Yeah. 
That's what clears up a lot of things. Yeah. And on the same thing, when you're in a communication, things are not, or in a discussion, things are not going well. Oftentimes it's repeating back what you heard. Like what I heard you say here is yeah. that when I raise my voice, uh, you feel you feel attacked and whatever mm-hmm. it is. So saying what I hear you saying is, yeah. is sometimes a good thing to summarize. Cause like, no, 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 that's not what I meant at all. Yeah. And that's a, you know, that's, that's, a, just a, that's a common thing yeah. they do in counseling or whatever. But, and so it's easy to ridicule, but the idea is true that you're saying, help me, help me understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that kind of idea. Yeah. Well, it, it, it avoids a lot of like, I mean, how many arguments have you had out there? Have we had that, 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 you know, a day or two later, it's like, oh my gosh, that's what you meant? Yes. You know, oh, if I only would have known that, I right. wouldn't. But it's like trigger, 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 respond, right. defensiveness. And and I think sometimes if you stop in the moment and say, well, what I hear you saying is this, or it, it can help really avoid a lot of that. Yes, yes. Also, um, it's little things too, like, like there's a big difference in saying I'm sorry and I was wrong. This this just came to mind for me is that, and yeah. you've heard as many kids said, I'm sorry. Well, really? <laughs> are, are you really? Because yeah. you don't really sound like it. And what does it mean to be sorry anyway? Yeah, I'm sorry You're you like, got caught. I'm sorry I'm in trouble. I'm sorry. Well, and also, I'm sorry is this this internal state now that that the other person's responsible for. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I feel bad. I'm I'm sorry, and you're shrinking rather than I was you know, wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong for this or that. Because, yeah. and I'm sorry, almost is almost like a diminish. It is a diminishment of you as a person. But I was wrong for that's a big statement right there from shame as a person, yeah. and it becomes about the thing I did. Like, man, I was wrong to you know whatever it is. Yeah. It's it's more specified. Even if it's wrong in a like I was wrong, I've been wrong for not listening to you well. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I mean, there are jokes and things about how uh, well I've never said I was wrong. I don't ever say I'm wrong. Well, that's that's then that's a that's problem. a big thing. So yeah. that's a powerful statement to say, I was wrong for this. So so that's something we'd encourage you to do because it, it really solidifies the situation, I think. It, yeah. 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 Um <sighs> Okay, so yeah. we're a little bit short on time, and I hate that. But um, <laughs> now we want yeah. you to know that this is just us. Everyone's journey is different. There are some core truths here that I hope that you are picking up on and that we're, we're effectively conveying. Yes. But everyone's journey is different. And we have had difficult times. Yeah. Well, and there's, um, okay, a couple things. There's this verse I've always loved, uh, Actually, in the book of Peter, it says, Husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. And that goes for both people, both directions. But I love that idea because it's not, okay, husbands, bring your wives flowers once a month and do this, you know, have a date. It's it's more, live with your wives in an understanding way makes it be about the relationship and not a to-do list. And we would all do well to live with each other in an understanding way. And that's something you grow in and you learn to do and you learn about each other. So it's it's really about dancing with your partner or your children or your close friends. Dancing with your partner in the movement of life and wow. working together in partnership. 
which I think is a really beautiful image. It's a- I, I like the way you dance. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's about dancing with your partner in the movement of life. I like <laughs> Thank that. You. Thank you, I'm honey. I love you too, baby. And um, and I also want to say that we, I, well, we probably should acknowledge that tough couple of years we had. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a name for them, right? I call you them the years them. from hell. <laughs> You're welcome. It was about it was about 15 to 18 years ago. It was around two, no, yeah, 2009 or so. Oh, okay. No 2009, worries. 2010. Okay. So about 12 years ago, yeah, something like that. Some, something like that. Yeah. Okay. And it was a it was a few years, and it was a restructuring of our whole relationship, and it was very scary. But if you marry somebody in your twenties, say, and then you grow to your thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, whatever, you're going to have to restructure, recalibrate because you're both growing so much. Hopefully, you're growing. You don't want to be held to how you were in your twenties, and so you you need to be able to recalibrate and um, it's kind of like moving into a starter home and then, you you know, a, a home and then you don't change anything for 50 years. You're, there are going to be a lot of problems yeah. in that home. And so, um, but it was very hard. Yeah. We have been married now 33 years, 34 this year, and we are 61 years old. Um, and so this would have been, again, 11, 12 years ago. And we... It was not, I mean, they were difficult. And I love the way you just put that, that it was a restructuring. It was, we were, and we got some help in in bringing some things to light that we needed to work on. And we were teachable and we were kind to each other in, in the process. And we were, we were not mean and, 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 and hurtful. And yeah, even though we were hurt mm -hmm. and we had, you know, we had to, Resolve that. Excuse me. I just no. totally interrupted you. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah, we, but we had to recalibrate things. Yeah, and th- and that's and that's wonderful. I mean, again, like you said, the the starter home. What comes when you do renovation is something beautiful. Yeah. The renovation you've seen it on on social media that you pictures. Of, oh my gosh, we're in the middle of doing cabinets in the kitchen or the floor, and look how awful it looks. But then, wow, look at our new cabinets and kitchen and in, mm-hmm. in the, you know. Um, and renovation takes longer than you think. Yeah. Usually costs more than you think. More has to be done than you thought. Yeah. But then the house is more beautiful than you imagined. So like we just said about going to sleep uh, angry, we, even in the midst of the difficult times, although it was not always clear, I think we were always committed to each other. Yes. And, and we in fact, were all you said that several times. You said, I know this is hard. This is really hard. But we're looking at the long game here. Yeah. We're doing this for the long term. And that was a huge comfort to me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and sometimes you just need to do that again. Don't so don't be just because you have to go through um um a construction project in your home, a renovation of, of your marriage doesn't mean that you still don't have the home. <laughs> it right. means what you'll end up with if you go through it is something more beautiful. Uh, so yeah. so it, it can be really scary and really difficult, but stay together in it. You know what I mean? Stay connected in it. Yeah, even if you have to move out of the home for a, you know, for a short time. For a short time Yeah, while you do it. 
it's worth it. Um, but all of that was really to say, you know, we we have a spectacular marriage, but we didn't just appear this way, even, you know, with everything great that we started with. Yeah. We had to grow and learn and meld and blend and and shave off rough edges and form and mature and gain wisdom and all of that. Yeah. But we did it. Because we didn't start with that with this example from our own parents. We no. we had our issues in our marriage, but we were always in it together. Yeah. And always will be. So we were codependent really. And we had yeah. to kind of yeah. we had to find out what that meant and change that. So that's actually a good little segue. And I want to give a little a little um little plug here. And we don't make this known because it's something very, very select and very limited. But you, Susan, mm-hmm. do some personal counseling. I do. You offer that, again, very select, very limited uh, amount. If you're interested, either as an individual or a couple, um, in, um, in having Susan as a, as a counselor, email us, uh, susan at freedhearts.org, susan at freedhearts.org. And she will talk yeah. to you more about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else you wanted to no. say on that? Or that okay. Well, I just am really grateful for you. No. Are you going to yeah. sing, sing me a love song or something? <laughs> no. Aw. Not on the air, but yeah. I love you. <laughs> yeah. I love you well, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's my cue to sign off. <laughs> <laughs> we encourage you, as we conclude here, we want you to see the best in each other. See, see the best in each other. Come together. Be, be a couple. Don't forget that. Go through things together. Be kind to each other. Be kind and loving to yourself. Be yourself. See the best in yourself first and foremost. It has to start there. And wherever you are in your relationship, assume that it's safe. Again, we, we just talk, we talked about that before. But start by loving yourself as you deserve. And you may be the only one at this point that's doing that, but it it's it does start with that. It reminds you of how beloved you are and what you deserve. And you are you are beloved. Someone said that that thanks for reminding me with every episode of of how beloved I am. It's like oh, mm-hmm. so, so true. Again, you are beloved, and we love yes. you. Next week we have a very special episode. It's for Mother's Day. And Susan has something special in mind. And so we will see you next week. We love you. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.